Hey there, and welcome to the Dynamics Hot Dish Podcast, serving up stories and knowledge on Dynamics 365 and the Power Platform. This is what's hot in Dynamics. You're now joining your hosts, Ashley Steiner and Merlin Schweiger. Thanks, everyone, for coming back and joining us. Um, Merlin and I will talk a little bit on our next podcast about what we've been doing these last few months and catch everyone up. But today we are excited um, to be joined by a guest, Liz Hallen, who is the Vice President at Dynamics User Group. Welcome, Liz. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ashley and Merlin, for having me on your podcast. I know you guys had a little bit of a hiatus over the summer, so I am honored to be your first guest on the way back. <laughs> yeah, we're so excited to have you. I know we've been talking. We had Molly on, I think, about a year ago, maybe a little longer than that. And um, just we love the partnership that we have with Dynamics User Group, and we're so excited that we were able to get you on the show as well. So tell us more about you, Liz. I know you and I were coworkers, um, so we know each other maybe a little bit better, um, but would love to hear about you and your background and how you got where you are today. Sure. Thank you very much. Uh, yes, we were former coworkers. Um, I've held a lot of different roles in my career over the years, I have, but I have always stayed with the Microsoft Dynamics space. Um, I've been in this community uh, 22 plus years already, um, so it's been a really long time, uh, but I have spent a good portion of my time, probably the last 19 years, honestly, um, really focused on community and, and the end users and the partners and everybody in this whole ecosystem. Um, I started my career at Microsoft actually um, and helped to launch that online community way back in the day as well as support the MVP program, which I know both of you are very familiar with. Um, and then I went to work for a community organization that really supported um, user groups and um, that was independent from Microsoft and really got to know a, a lot of really amazing people in that space. Um, and then over the last two years, I have been um, with Dynamics User Group and just really excited to be here and wearing lots of different hats as um, kind of a newer organization that we are. I feel like, I don't know, I didn't know you then, but I ran into you like years ago, one of those uh, events. Yep. Um, yep. And I feel... Yeah, it's, you're like one of those faces that I've just like always seen at all of the conferences at all of the things all the time. Uh, so, but 20 years, man, that's a, that's a long time to be in, in any community. I really. know. I'm kind of a lifer. <laughs> kind that's of a awesome. lifer. How, you guys have been on, in this space a long time as well, though, right? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's been 12 years over almost 13 years for me. Okay. I think the last Very time I good. did the math, I'm sitting at about 17. Okay, so you're so. not too far behind me. You're not too far behind me. You <laughs> know, and, and I, um, I've never really worked on the, I shouldn't say never. I did a little bit of product work um, when Ashley and I actually worked together. Uh, one of my first stints, it was kind of a, kind of a funny story, but um, I had started at that company and their first task for me was to implement dynamic CRM never touched the product in my life. So if anything, the only product I really know <laughs> from the dynamic space and power platform space would probably be the old CRM system, but it's been a very long time. So I can still understand the concepts and I get the software and the technology, but 
Um, I'm hoping you don't ask me any product questions today because I probably won't be able to answer them for you. <laughs> you know, Liz, that's funny. I didn't know because obviously I eventually became the admin at that, yeah. you know, the company that we work mm -hmm. together, Dynamic Communities. I don't know if we're avoiding the, the name, but um, yep. But I eventually became the admin. I had no yeah. idea that you were the one who kind of brought it in and I implemented was first, it. I was the first admin, actually. <laughs> Wow, that's awesome. I yeah. had big shoes to fill. I had no idea. Yes, awesome. I was I was admin number one. I don't even remember the name of the system we transitioned off of, but it was super archaic and I'm glad, glad that I could bring us into the 21st century, but um, <laughs> I just went down a different path. I ended up um, working more with our partners and our sponsors and um, working on our events and, and really helping helping the community and being more of a a connection, a connection point for folks, um, offering platforms and tools and things that allow people to to find each other and get education and um, and networking and things like that. I was going to say you're probably really well known in the partner community just because I know that you worked, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot on the sponsorships and things like that, yeah. and so that's obviously yeah. probably helped you transition into this role, having those relationships yeah. and and knowing the community. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and I and I know that your your audience definitely is those end user customers, and so certainly I'm, I'm not ignoring them by any means. Um, this is all one big community, and um, we we are all here to support each other. So absolutely, and I think that's the important thing is when I I mentor people like coming into the space, and the first thing that they're always shocked by is how like welcoming people are and how much everybody wants everyone to succeed. So even as a partner, you still want everyone to succeed, whether they're your customer or not. And that's where companies like Dynamics User Group really come, you know, come into play where it brings everyone together. So tell us more about Doug and how it came to be and what drew you in. Yes, so Dynamics User Group, although we have a bit of a newer name in this space, has actually been around since 1995, so longer than any of us have worked in this space. Wow. Um, it was it was started out of necessity, honestly, by an independent consultant um, who was sort of in similar shoes as I was, honestly, was was thrown into this company and said, hey, you got to implement this, um, this IT system. It was actually an ERP system. Um, Navision at the time, which is now Business Central, as um, our audience may more known or more easily recognize the name Business Central or NAV. Um, but at the time, it was Navision, and um, Eric was his name, and he was thrown into the company, asked to implement this software, and he's like, how the heck am I going to do this? I don't want to, like, there's got to be other people out there that have done this before. Um, so he created this online discussion forum really to help connect with other people that have already done implementations or maybe in the middle of implementations. He wanted to learn from them and wanted to make sure that he wasn't making the same mistakes or learn some best practices and really not realizing that that was the community that he was starting. Um, and so, you know, fast, fast forward um, 30 years and we now, we still have those online discussion forums. We've got about... Um, 20,000 people engaged on them now, 70,000 topics, um, which has been phenomenal for us um, as a jumping off point. So um, in about 2016, our current owners did 
they were looking for an alternative for community. They were looking for something that was offering a little bit more free education, a little bit more transparency and, and openness for, from a community feel. And so they chose to partner um, with Eric. And Eric, by the way, became a, a, a NAV MVP for many, many years. And he is now close to retirement or semi-retired, I guess, if you want to say, um, but he's definitely still on the space. Um, but when our owners decided to partner with him and invest together, that's really when Doug kicked off and, and really started to grow to what everybody in the community knows today. Um, we've got seven programs and services that we're offering, um, probably what sets us apart from other companies and organizations and communities out there is that we offer a free membership. So anybody is welcome to join. Um, dynamicsusergroup.com is our primary website. You can learn all about everything that we do every day. Um, the online discussion forums are there. We also have um, a YouTube channel, which has a ton of content from pre-recorded sessions of events that we've hosted in the past. Um, we have a partner directory as well for people that are looking for solutions to help them with various different issues and problems with their ERP and CRM platform. Oh gosh, we also have meetups, um, which are local groups, um, also free to attend. So if anybody is looking for other users in their area um, or other partner connections and network in their area, I encourage you to check out our meetups. Um, that is a program that continues to grow. Um, it's led by volunteers. And in fact, um, Merlin, I believe you are one of our meetup leaders. <laughs> yeah, in the Twin Cities, that's right. You can definitely talk about that program better than I can. <laughs> you just held your first meeting, was it in July? Is that I was going to try to do one was... in June or July and then just kind of snowballed yeah. and didn't quite make it. Yeah. And, and this was sort of a, a rejuvenated group, right? Like this was a group that you had held the kind of done before and obviously pandemic COVID kind of put a damper on a, on a whole lot of that. And um, honestly, back when our, our owners and uh, partnered with Eric back, it was actually back in 2016, that was really where they started is they started with meetups. Um, they had grown to just under 30 meetups at that point in time before the pandemic hit. So, um, and then, then they all just kind of got put on hold. Um, but we are definitely seeing a resurgence of those coming back this year. Yeah, the Wisconsin one is actually coming back this month. Uh, we have our first meeting on I, the 28th. I so. saw that just the other day as well. That's right, Ashley. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's exciting. Um, we're doing virtual just for now to mm -hmm. kind of see who's here and like still wanting to get involved. And then we're hoping to move to an in-person and kind of rotating it around the state because we have kind of three metropolitan areas um, that could bring in people. So and I think that's how a lot of our meetups are starting up again, Ashley, is, is kind of doing a virtual meeting first um, just to kind of gauge that interest, right? Like how many people are mm -hmm. out there? How many, you know, how often do you want to meet? Uh, where do you want to meet? Who's got some good suggestions on topics? And so I, that's definitely exactly where everybody's at with the meetup situation right now. I have to say, I was also really shocked at how much Doug is offering as for like help. You know what I mean? Um, Denise, first of all, is awesome. So shout out Love to Denise, her. a coworker yeah. of yours. Denise she, um, on our team as our program and event manager, and um, we love her very much, yes. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome because somebody had reached out to her 
it wasn't even me. Like somebody else in Wisconsin reached out to Denise and was like, I want to start a meetup. And so she's like, hey, I know this Ashley person. Maybe you guys should talk. And um, and then, you know, she was she's just there. I know you guys have live coming up and she still mm -hmm. took the time and is dedicating the time to helping us start a meetup at the same time. I mean, I just don't know how she does it all. Um, <laughs> but just the what you guys provide as far as, you know, helping to find people, the meetup, covering the cost of the meetup, because that was something that we found a partner in Wisconsin to cover for us during the pandemic times. Nice. So it was really nice to be able to to rely on Doug for that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To like allow the the partner freedom to maybe sponsor something else, exactly. um, that kind of thing. And then also, you know, providing help with like locations and things like that. I'm just, I was blown away by how much um, oh, Doug was but... willing to do and how much to offer. Good, good, good. That's, um, that is really nice to hear, actually. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely here. We're, we're trying. Um, we are doing our best to, to support the community in the ways that make the most sense. Um, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to micromanage the meetups. That's not, that's not what we're about, but we're here to help if and when you need it. Um, we understand that you guys are volunteers as meetup leaders, and uh, we just want to be able be able to support you um, in the best ways that we can. So yeah, um, help with venues and logistics and ordering food and um, funding, and uh, we help with the marketing, the pro promotion as well. So yeah, that is um, one of our one of our fastest growing programs, I would say, at this point in time. Now that uh, people are feeling a little bit more comfortable meeting in person um, and kicking the kicking those meetups off and virtually again. And did you find that that was just as successful, Merlin? Attendance was a little light, uh, sure. and it was... The first one's going to be, though, right? Yeah, like, you kind uh, of that, expect that. That was kind of what I, I was expecting, light attendance, and it was like Microsoft and partners, mostly. That I think there were four customers <laughs> in the room, and so then it was sort of, it was this little bit of, like, all the partners are kind of, like, looking around, like, okay, who who could, who am I actually talking to here? It's like, it's just, just those four up there, just talk to them. <laughs> Here's what I learned about community a long time ago, though, just being in this space for a long time, is when you start something new, um, like we have started at Doug, right? Like we're kind of a, a new, we're kind of the new kids on the block, if you will. Um, what we find and what I have found with all communities is that I see the partners first. Partners come first. And, yep. for, and I understand that, right? Like, I, I mean, you guys both work. Well, Ashley, you're independent now, right? And, and Merlin, you just started yeah. a, a new position at a partner organization. So I understand that partners come first. And I really feel like you as partners come first to ensure that it's a safe space and ensure that it's a good space and, and your end users are going to get quality content um, and safe networking spaces too. And so we definitely saw that with Doug as well. I know our first live event, which was held last November in Anaheim, California, um, we had a big chunk of partners and and i expected that i think everybody kind of expected that um but we've seen such a shift um since last november that first event we had 75 percent partners and 25 percent users our event coming up um when this episode airs it'll be a week from that day um september 14th is our first um, day of dynamics con live the second edition in uh, san antonio texas and we have seen a huge growth in the number of end users. Uh, we're up to 43% end users that are going to be That's awesome. at the live event. Yeah. So just in just in those, I don't know, how many months is that, I guess, even like 10 months, um, mm -hmm. just such a huge growth. And we saw that with the virtual event as well.
of our virtual events grew from like 32% to 49% end users within a six month period. So that's awesome. It's changing. So I want, definitely want to talk about the events and, and kind yeah. of what's coming, but I, I want to hit on a key point there with the partners and what I've really appreciated about Doug is that Sorry, and can I call it Doug or should I call it Dynamics Please, user group? No, I know that call it Doug, Doug yeah. is just, yeah, I like, I love that it's Doug. I think it's just like your friend Doug. Little Doug. Um, hey, we have a little, little friend Doug. Doug coming to San Antonio. Did you see him? I oh, didn't. He's, he's so cute. I'll have to see if I can Marilyn, find you. You're going to take a picture and share it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so one of the things I appreciate about Doug is that they don't push away the partners. And I know that in our history list that we have in the previous organization that we've worked at, it's it's been very keep the partners to the side and and not give them a voice and really I don't want to say shame them, but kind of like put them in a corner <laughs> and say know your place. And I don't think that community could exist without partners because one, they're the ones leading and driving the knowledge, and they're the first ones exactly. to know about it and to learn it. And I I mean coming from I've been involved in user groups for eight years and partners go to those meetings and they share the knowledge knowing that other partners are in the room everybody learns you know because if only one partner knows everything then the the space in the community is not growing and i know that um, my experience is that partners don't mind speaking to other partners <laughs> because everyone needs to have the knowledge right they're not going to share trade, trade secrets and things like that but um, but they, you know, we want everybody in the community to grow, whether or not they're another partner. So that was one of the things that I really liked about Doug when I first started diving. Actually, I heard about it because Molly joined the company and I emailed her immediately and was like, how can I get involved? Because, you know, Molly and I go way back as yeah. well. And, yeah. um, and, and that was one of the things that I really liked was that partners had a place, um, in yeah. the group and that they weren't put in the corner. <laughs> sure. Well, and I mean, honestly, in addition to the education, right? I mean, obviously all of the, the, the majority of the knowledge, I, not all of it, because there are some definite, definitely some customers out there that have their own in-house knowledge, but you're absolutely right. For the, from the most part, the partners do have that knowledge. So they need to be a part of this community. Um, in addition to the knowledge though, from a Doug perspective, because we have the free membership, because we allow people to come to our meetups for free and we have all these great free resources, Frankly, we need those partners to help fund um, our full-time employees and the and the products and the um, the platforms and things that we're offering to folks. So we need that absolutely, a hundred percent. So we're very very much welcoming to to all the partners. Um, obviously, within reason, everybody's got to play nice in the sandbox, but right. <laughs> so far that has been that has been very good. So. Yeah. So, so let's talk about events. Sorry, I, I kind of segued us a little bit, but no, would love to hear great. about, so San Antonio is coming up. Great, you know, big improvement in, or big increase, I should say, in user attendance. Tell us more about what people can expect coming up next week. Yeah, I, I can't believe that it's here already. It's gone so fast, which <laughs> they always do. They always seem to go so fast. Um, but yeah, we have grown leaps and bounds. Um, we've over doubled and doubled in size. Uh, so we're expecting, uh, we're probably gonna hit at least 375, if not close to 400 attendees, which is- That's awesome. Our first event, we had 160. So we have- That's huge growth. We have grown a ton. <laughs> uh, we have grown a ton. I think we are middle 30s somewhere along those lines with partners. 
Um, we're offering 55 sessions. We have 55 different speakers. Um, 22 of our speakers are MVPs, so we're we're pretty excited about that. I know that you guys know a lot of MVPs, and so um, <laughs> they're the ones that that house a lot of um, expertise in the data. And so we're just super thankful that we can have we can have that. Um, we do have some Microsoft employees as well coming to speak and and share their expertise and product knowledge too. Um, we are offering content for Dynamics uh, 365 Business Central, the Finance and Operations module, the Customer Engagement module, and then our fourth track of um, sessions is going to be shared between Dynamics GP and Power Platform content. Nice. Um, so yeah, we're we're pretty excited about it. Um, it is definitely more of an intimate event um, when you compare it to others like um, summit or directions or some of those other larger conferences, which are also great and you can find a ton of knowledge there too. Um, I guess I like the intimate, more intimate event because each of the products, at least this is what we were hearing from our first event, um, all of the sessions will be held in the same room um, at our venue. So you can sit in the room all day long with all of those speaker experts and just absorb and absorb and absorb and absorb. <laughs> Um, as much as possible, uh, which is what we saw when we were in Anaheim and people really enjoyed that. So Liz, the, that is actually a really good point, the same room, because that was one of the things that I, obviously I attended the event last year in Anaheim. I'm unfortunately not going to be able to attend, but I know Merlin is going to be there on behalf of the hot dish. Um, <laughs> and so, but that was one of the things that I really liked was that we were, you know, we had a CE room and we all sat together and there was a group of us, you know, 30, 40 people. And you kind of got to know each other by the end of the day on very a very much. intimate level, right? You got to know what people did, their roles, what their concerns were, um, questions. Oh, this person knows this. Let's bring, you know, even though they're not speaking, yeah. hey, they know this, go talk to them. And um, I actually really enjoyed that experience because you weren't just rushing off to like make a session and then oh there's all these new people that i've never seen before here and um i i have to say i really enjoyed that part probably the most i mean the content was great but just the interactions that i had with the people in the same you know group uh, was it was awesome i mean that's Marlon, i don't know if you felt the same yeah yeah no i i think what i appreciated most about the events in anaheim was that it, it felt it, it felt more like a family of people who were all learning about the same things. Like, I felt like I got to interact with and know the people there a little bit better. Uh, to your point, again, the larger conferences have more content, but then you're always like, like, okay, I got to check the schedule. Like, which room am I going to now? Where is that room? Like, oh, I got to go up two levels and down six hallways. And then I'm like, now I got to go back to the other space and then it's like, ah, that one's too far. I'm just going to skip that session because I don't want to walk all the way there. Or I've started a conversation with somebody in the hallway or whatever. And like, <laughs> I felt like the Anaheim event, it just, it felt more manageable and more comfortable. Um, yeah. and yeah, I, I really appreciate that about it. It had a really nice close knit community feel, right? Yes. yes. Loved it. And I think that we'll have the same. It'll be a little bit bigger this year, obviously. Um, and obviously we have plans of continuing to grow the event and we want to get bigger and expand, um, but still try to try to keep that, that intimate close knitness if we possibly can. I'm excited. Um, 
sorry if you have more to say but i'm excited about what's coming next year an email went out recently from doug yes. kind of sharing their future event plans we do have some really great plans for next year so we did send it out early because we really want to help people um get you know i know we're coming in pretty close here to q4 of the year and that's when a lot of companies do their budgeting for the next the next calendar year so really getting it on people's radars is, is what our goal was with that announcement. Um, Doug, at this point in time, is planning on, in addition to the, the meetups and all the stuff that we do all, all year round, um, we are planning on hosting a virtual event in March, uh, March 15th. We're just going to do a one-day event this time. Um, and then we're going to do a second virtual event, at least that's the plan at this point, um, sometime in the fall um, next okay. year as awesome. well. Not exactly sure what that event will look like in the fall. Uh, it's really honestly going to depend on what happens in March. We're very much um, fluid and we, we turn on a dime if we need to, depending on what the community is telling us that they need and that they want. So right now, um, just kind of penciled in for September. We are planning on also doing a live event uh, next year in 2023 too. But again, listening to the community, we heard them. We heard them say there's too many events in the fall. You're making it really hard for us because there are so many great ones and, and we don't really, we don't want to choose. And so we are actually moving DynamicsCon Live to the spring and we will be hosting in May next year, uh, May 22nd to the 25th. And we are going to Scottsdale, Arizona. So super I have to say, Liz, I was that person <laughs> that was like, there's too many events in the fall. I can't, you know, it, justifying taking the time off work and they were all back to back. And so when I saw and heard that it was in May, I was like, cool, booking my flight now. Like that is an <laughs> oh, easy awesome. decision. Good. Like, like it's so much uh, just easier, like to just look, cause it's falls into different quarters. And, yes. um, so, and to, like Ann Scottsdale, who doesn't want to be in Scottsdale in May, especially if you're coming out of the long winter in the Midwest, like we all are. Yeah, um, exactly. That sounds amazing. Exactly. <laughs> good. I'm glad that you thought that was a good move. Um, you know, we we surveyed the community. Uh, September actually was their number one pick, and so that's why we had live in September this year. But it just was like, yeah, this is it's it's really hard on our speakers. It's hard on our sponsors and our partners. Um, and also for the end users, you know, like you said, being out of the office that long is, is hard. Um, and so the number two pick was May. And so that's why um, we just decided to make a stake and we're going to try May. I'm thrilled. <laughs> I know you did it just for me because I was like, um, please move it to the spring. But <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm pretty excited. Because we were listening, right? Like it wasn't just because mm -hmm. Ashley said, I promise it wasn't. <laughs> Your voice. I know. I'm, I'm totally joking, but I appreciate that. And that's one thing that I've noticed from Doug is that you are listening to the community and not just saying, hey, we want to do things for the user and, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. You're truly listening and the ability to pivot the way that you guys can um, is, is pretty unique in the space. Um, so I, I mean, I appreciate, I felt heard when I, when I saw that it was in May, I was like, oh, like I took the survey and they listened now. I mean, I know you were listening, even if you didn't move it, but it's just <laughs> one of those things where you, right. you feel like, you know, you're part of the community and can help make good decisions yes. for everybody. Well, thank you for giving us your feedback. Um, cause we, we can't do what we do unless we hear, unless we hear from the community, right? Um, we don't know if it's a good job or a bad job or if we're doing something we shouldn't be doing or if there's something that we're missing, like we're always here to listen and um, pivot as we can. That's one of the advantage of 
advantages of being a smaller organization is we can we can make those adjustments and those changes quickly. Well, so, I'm very happy that you guys are on the dog train. We appreciate everything that you guys have both done, um, not only from the hot dish perspective, but also from your own um, your own side professional gigs too. You guys have pr provided some really great um, support for us in other ways. So thank you. Yeah, thank, honestly, just thank you guys for existing and making it easy to be a part of the community. Um, the only other question I have, Liz, before we get to like our favorite question that we ask all of our guests, mm -hmm. I'm not sure if we prepped you for it, so we're probably going to put you on the spot not. for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last question I have is just kind of how you guys pick sessions. Are you guys still planning on having the virtual be voted on by the community? Because I thought that was genius and to make it transparent so you could see what people were voting for. Thank you so much for asking that because I did want to bring that up when we were talking about the events. Um, we are planning on doing the session submissions and community voting with our virtual event like we have in the past. Um, you're absolutely right. That was uh, That is something that has really, really served us well. Um, and it really, again, is a way for us to be able to listen to the community in a way that makes sense for everybody. So bubbling up those top voted sessions, those are the sessions that you're going to see on the final agenda. Um, it's going to be harder for the March event because we're going from a three-day event to a one-day event, so we're going to have less less time slots. Um, so the voting is going to be really important this time. Um, I am anticipating <laughs> that the virtual event website with session submissions being open is coming in the next couple of weeks. So um, okay. probably by the time we get to San Antonio, that'll be up and up and ready close anyway. Um, so we'll start sub, um, accepting submissions and then voting will start in January for our March event. Um, our live event is a little bit different. Um, although we still take the community uh, input into advisement, of course, but because people do have a registration ticket that they pay for, we want to make sure that we are offering super high quality with great speakers. Not that we don't have that at virtual, um, but it's just a little bit, a little bit um, different when it's in a live environment. So we do have a programming committee of volunteers that helps us pick the content that will be presented at the live event. So when the event coming up in San Antonio, we have our, our programming committee. They selected all the sessions and the speakers. Um, and I feel like they just did a, an absolutely phenomenal job. I mean, they're Many of them are partners, some of them are users um, that just really understand the product and know what the hot the hot topics are and um, what are the things that are going to be really popular for folks in learning about how to best use their, their product that they have today. So we'll continue yeah, I, that for the, the Arizona event as well. Yeah, I liked that for the Anaheim event, having that experience, because, you know, they kind of had topics in mind. And mm -hmm. I know that they had reached out to us at the Hot Dish and said, hey, would you guys be willing to jump in? And they said, here's what the community is looking for and what they need. Um, so oh. it was less about, well, here's what we have to choose from, because this is what was submitted. Mm -hmm. But this is what the community is saying that they need to hear about. Yeah. And can you fill one of those topics? And I appreciated that um, transparency of... No, this is what we need yeah um for the user yeah and we definitely are you know leveraging the submissions we see from the virtual event um the knowledge of our programming committee i do think just because we are getting larger and as the event gets larger we have a lot of people raising their hand you know hey how do i how do i sign up to speak um i do think that we're gonna probably open up a form that just kind of collects 
interests of people that are interested in speaking and kind of what their subject matter expertise is, um, really to help, again, with the programming committee, make it as, as fair and transparent as possible and ensuring that we have great content. Makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Anything else, Liz, that you wanted to share about Doug or what's coming up? Oh, gosh. What else do we have coming up? Um, just a lot of the same. Um, again, we're just we're very open and transparent to what the community is looking for. Um, if anybody has questions or ideas or thoughts or want to chat, um, I encourage you to reach out to myself or uh, Molly Fuchel, our vice or our president. Um, Denise Johnson is on our team. Um, Anna Wood is on our team. She's our marketing guru. Um, helps us with all of our social stuff. So we have a small and mighty team, but we're here to listen. And so we are looking forward to serving the community for as as long as you want us to. Sure. Merlin, do you want to ask Liz our last question? Okay, we always ask our guests. The secret yeah. question. Do you prepared for? <laughs> it shouldn't I'm be not a challenge. Prepared. I'm getting nervous. I'm like having hot hot sweats over here. Hopefully this will be easy. I think, I think this will be easy for you uh, based okay. on where you're located. So the, the question is very straightforward. What is your favorite hot dish? Oh, I love hot dish. <laughs> My favorite is going to be tater tot hot dish. It is a classic. It is a classic, you know, and there are so many variations of creating tater tot hot dish. How do you like yours? <laughs> kind of just whatever I have in the fridge. <laughs> in the do you know what I mean? Because you just throw some meat in there, tater tots, cheese. Yeah. If you have, you know, mush cream of mushroom or if you have corn, whatever, kind of just throw. I, I call it like a mixed basket, right? You just throw what you have and yep. it's got tater tots. So, of course, it's going to be delicious. Have you tried them with cheesy tater or cheesy tots? I am lactose intolerant, so I have to go easy. I know. Can oh. you imagine living in Wisconsin and being lactose oh my intolerant? Gosh, Ashley. <laughs> I know it's it's terrible. So I have to limit the cheese. Um, but so what? How do you how do you make your cheese, cheesy tater tots? What do you just? So you actually cheese? bought you could buy cheesy tater tots. For those of us in the Midwest um, oh. who have access to Schwann's home delivery service, they have cheesy tots, cheesy taters. Best on is it like filled with cheese or is it like just it's crusted like, with cheese? Yeah, it's like a it's like a cheese curd but with potatoes in it too. That sounds <laughs> delicious. They are delicious. I can't believe that you live in Wisconsin and you're lactose intolerant. You poor thing. I didn't know. That. It's terrible. It is terrible. <laughs> you poor thing. Ugh. Yeah. Tough stuff. Bummer, man. Awesome. Well, thanks, Liz, for, for coming on. And Thank you we're so, so excited to have you be our first guest in our new season. Um, and excited to hear how live goes. We'll get a recap from Merlin, I'm sure, once he gets back. <laughs> we, we we are going to have a good great time in San Antonio, Merlin. I hope so. Bring your boots. <laughs> we'll, give it, we'll give you a hat <laughs> for bring your boots. I don't own... Any this food. is this is why you should have grown out the mullet, Marilyn, that I've been telling you to grow out for years. It would well, have been perfect for this situation. Uh, yeah. I'm getting a haircut this afternoon, so even what I've what I've got growing is going to be reduced. You should just just take some off the top, and move it back. Sorry. 
Oh. Awesome. Well, thanks, Liz. Thank you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate um, your time and um, all of your great questions and your commitment to this community. It's huge. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Thank you for listening to the Dynamics Hot Dish Podcast. For additional content and previous episodes, check out our website at dynamicshotdish.com, follow us on Twitter at Dynamics Hot Dish, and subscribe to our podcast for notifications. Thanks. See you next time.